Welcome to the Heroes and Kings podcast. Our only mission is to be the solution and not the problem and change the narrative. Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, health in our community. Um, we want to say thank you to our sponsor, uh, the T-shirt lady, who's uh, located at 490 Flat Shoals Avenue, uh, Atlanta, Georgia 30316. You can go to her website, www.thetshirtlady.com. Thank you for allowing us to record our podcast here at your facility. So, um, I guess I'll kick it off, uh, talk about... We were having a discussion uh, a couple weeks ago about our communities, um, you know, our, our low-income communities, our uh, impoverished communities, um, black communities, however you want to describe it. And we were talking about the access to health programs, nutrition programs, uh, even um, access to um, nutritionists and things of that nature within our community, and even seeing. Um, not too many uh, healthy options in our communities. You know, we see enough Popeye's chickens, Church's chickens, cookouts, Burger Kings, McDonald's, but you don't see too many. As a matter of fact, just to even give a small example, Elijah, we live in Lithonia. Um, did you know that, that on uh, Covington and Panola, there's a Jamaican vegetarian restaurant right there? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's right See on. See it back in the cut. Yeah. Like by itself. It's it's not by itself. It's like it's like a small by, joint, right? It's a small joint. It's next to like um like a hair salon and some other things in there. But I haven't tried it out yet. So. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's pretty. It's it's, it's not it's not cheap, but it's worth it. Um, but like that's the only, like that's the only spot that oh, I've seen in our area, that's like health conscious. That's bad, man. That's it. That's, that's the bad. only spot. And I and you know. When I first moved here, um, I looked for that because, you know, I'm, I don't eat meat. So I was like, I'm looking for, like, vegan, vegetarian spots uh, or even just, like, a healthy spot to eat at. But all up and down Panola, around I-20, which is where I live, you know, you got the Walmart, you got McDonald's, you got Popeye's, you got IHOP, you got... Oh, uh, man, you got all the, like... Ruby Tuesdays. With the good food, but not good for you. Right, exactly. So, so like, like, that's, just, that's just something that, I, that, that caught my attention. Like, man, I don't... Because where I lived in Florida, there's many health conscious options you know what I'm saying but up here just in that community I didn't see much 
I think Florida is more like um, like that anyway because they work out oriented anyway. Well, parts of most parts, parts of Florida. Florida, parts of Florida. But uh, here, um, you have to make the best choice you can. You can't go anywhere unless you're going like Midtown, unless you're going to Alpharetta, something like that. The richy part. Then you get your fresh orders and all them restaurants like that. But here, like in Latonia, even over here in Glenwood. Not gonna get much of that. Yeah, which I find, you know, which kind of proves our point, right? So, the main thing that we were talking about when we were in the break room of the gym we were working at, or just anytime we have conversations, is access to healthy foods, um, nutritional programs, uh, good training, you know, because even like even like where we're at, there's there's LA Fitness. Yeah. No knock on LA Fitness. Okay. Next that a little knock on LA Fitness. <laughs> it's not like they have a really great program to cater to the community. You know what I'm saying? They they're they're about their numbers, which is nothing wrong with that. But people get lost in the cracks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but like uh, there's you know just like you said, in order for us to get access to good you know organic or health conscious foods, we got to go to oh, yeah. Midtown. We got to go to Marietta, Alpharetta. You know. Spot, things of that nature, you're not going to find good spots in Lithonia. You know no. what I'm saying? Um, yeah, Stonecrest. Uh, nope. Maybe in Conyers. Conyers might have some spots. Yeah, Conyers coming up pretty good, though. Yeah, it's, Conyers is growing. Conyers is a nice little so, spot. Um, you got to um, make the best health choice you can, though. Like, if you're at a restaurant, like where we stay at, you got to make the best health choice you can. Right. It weighs around it, yeah. but ain't many choices, like, in foods. Well, yeah, I mean, but, but part of it is knowledge and education, too. I mean, right. I'm looking at over probably 20 years of just, it's, it's crazy how me and you had this discussion. It's like, we don't want to make it about race or class, but those two things are integral parts because they affect how two-parent households both working, do they have time to fix a meal? Or right. do they have time to go get groceries? And then is there a grocery store? So for each each thing, each variable that you add and you take a step back, there's another issue and another problem. Well, that's even a bigger issue. You know, um, the first thing you said was uh, two-parent household. Number one, we got to talk about two-parent households, right? Like, are there a lot of two-parent households? You know what I'm saying? There's, you know, a lot of, you know, divorce rates pretty high in America. Um, especially in impoverished areas, um, you know, whether it be because... Or non-marital status non-marital altogether. Status. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's one issue. The second issue is both parents having to work. That's it. I mean, yeah. I've never yeah. seen... I, I think when I was very young, maybe like four or five years old, was when my dad was the only one that was working, you know? Excuse me. Or even when, like when my sister was born, my dad was the only one that was working. This was back in... 87, 88, 89. So, but not anymore. I mean, my parents, both my parents had to work. And so, like, not saying that they didn't, my mom always, you know, my parents always cooked food, you know. It's just that it was a struggle and it was, it was like a rush thing or they had to, like, you know, time, put something together. The time quick. is, like, cut short, very short. Yeah. So you ain't got much time to do anything. Yeah, dinner time is cut. I mean, just, just the way things are, are designed, you know, like, you look, you know, even for kids, you know, you go to school. You come home after school. You got tons of homework. You're doing homework till nine o'clock at night. Mom and dad trying to make that dinner for you. You get dinner around seven, eight o'clock. 
and then even that's a rush job because you got to finish your homework, finish that project, take a bath, take, take a bath. You know, I had to do that. Tired. I do that with my kids too. Like, you know, we got to rush real quick, get this meal, and we don't even have time to sit down and actually have like a conversation around the dinner table. How was how was, how was school, school today? How was you know what I'm saying? How was you know practice? How anything you know just it's Everything tough. A rush, 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 rush. But this is a, but that's a bigger issue in America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean that's a bigger issue. I don't I don't know many one income households. I don't know any, to be honest. I don't know any that's, unless you're a single parent. But I'm talking about like a, a married couple or just like a couple that lives with one income coming in. I've never, I, I don't know of any one Even income. Even the elderly, man, they got to go back to work and working. You know, ain't no retirement no more. There was a thing like no retirement. So you 65 years old, you still working. Yeah, so I, I could tell you me coming out of the finance and economic industry, and just reading Humda reports, reading government reports, and, and, and training and lifting weights on the side, and then going and getting certified. Mm -hmm. and, and one of the things, one of the great, one of the many theories and lessons and, and stuff I've gotten from Morehouse is how everything is connected. So we look at obesity, we look at a, a grocery store not being in certain neighborhoods, we look at uh, access to a job, access to transportation, public transportation, all these little things connect to indirectly with high blood pressure, diabetes, health care, the lack of lack of health care. And one of the things I wrote about uh, in one of, one of the books I wrote is we, we kind of want to, we're, we're trying to put band-aids on the, on the end on the child in middle school, high school, elementary school, but what I said was, you need to start prenatally. You need to start dealing with the mom first, even just dealing with just generationally dealing before someone's even pregnant, mom and dad, and then you're dealing prenatally with health and health care. And so I don't know if we, we have, I don't know if we got solutions, but I think it's, I think the, What's missing in a lot of the discussions is they talk about one piece as if it's just one problem when it's more of a chain. It's a chain of events, it's a chain of issues, it's a chain of solutions, and they're all connected that forms a community that's healthy and thriving, no health issues, so on and so forth. And I've seen that too, like, you can go to like different cities and stuff and seen that more oriented in like health, jogging, riding bikes, yeah. working out. Yeah. And I go to one, another city, Everybody's sitting around, hanging in the streets, eating bad, bad restaurants, all beer guts and all this stuff. Like, I'll tell you one that's even deeper. Where I live, I'm out in the country. No sidewalks. So if there's no sidewalks, where will kids ride their bikes if they had bikes? When's the last time you saw a kid riding a bike or skateboarding or roller skating? Mm. Yes. Very few in between, man. So, so now you have builders who don't even build neighborhoods with being outside and, and being health conscious. And then with that bike thing, like to get exercise, you can't ride on the sidewalks no more. Yep, it's illegal. Yeah, that's they have the little bike lanes now. But I mean, even on the street, you know, on the roads, those bike lanes, they're they're tiny and they're dangerous, man. Like it's yeah. not. But again, it depends on the area. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It depends on the area. When I when I've driven around like Decatur. Or like you know, um, yeah, like around Decatur. Decatur is nice, man. Like they have, oh, yeah, they're coming up. They wow. have areas. Changes. Yeah, there's some big changes in Decatur. Infrastructure. Yeah, and and, I, and of course, like every city has their ghettos and their hoods, but like for the most part, like 
around like, especially like around Agnes Scott College. Mm-hmm. They're very health conscious out there. They have a lot of, they do a lot of um, uh, 5Ks, marathons, bike events. It's funny you say that. So compare Agnes Scott to the AU Center. And I think there's a contrast. So Agnes Scott, all, all, I think it's all ladies college, well, first correct? Off, yeah, that's another thing. First off, Agnes Scott, the area around Agnes Scott College is money. All right? right. Agnes Scott College is a private, all-women's school, mm-hmm. right? So automatically you hear private school, you know the area's going to be another level, right? So, but that falls into what we, what we spoke about in the beginning of the podcast where we said it depends on the area. We're talking about low-income areas, impoverished areas, or Agnes Scott area, right? <laughs> if, we do, if we do a comparison. Yeah. Agnes Scott College, like I said, man, it's, you're not going to see... Once you pass, as a matter of fact, if you're traveling on, what is that, uh, is that 278? Covington Road, what, what mm-hmm. it turns into. Covington Road. Yeah, Covington Road, once you pass Memorial, you're in the good area of Decatur. If you cross the other side of Memorial, you're in the hood. You can tell, too. You can, no, you can definitely tell. tell. You can right. absolutely 100% tell. And see, I, I, would, I would wonder, the zip code change? Is there a zip code change? Because literally... That, that's where the politics play, where lines are drawn. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I, I don't know for sure. Um, I would have to dig into that. But I, yeah, but within I, the cater, like... Yeah. Because mm. it, 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 it's going on right down here on Glenwood, from Glenwood to Moreland, uh-huh. and going, heading west. Right. Like two or three different zip codes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... Yeah, I, okay. that wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, even like, you know, when I first moved up here and I went to the IHOP, that's yeah. on Panola. And I was talking to the guy there, and he was like, um, I was like, yo, where's Decatur? And he was like, well, you're technically in Decatur. And but, I was like, what? I was like, but this is like, don't you? He was like, eh, you're technically in Decatur. So, and I fine was like, line, right? it's, a, it's a very fine line. He was like, you're basically, he's like, right here, you're, you're like on the cusp of Decatur, like, don't you? But if you travel, I think he said, who was that, uh, West? He's like, you're more in, like, you're in, in Decatur, Decatur. But he's like, you're technically on the indicator right now. He's just on the hood side. And I was like, okay, I didn't know that. Because so, I was like, you know, I want to move to, you know, as I'm looking to the future, I'm like, I want to move to Decatur. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Decatur's where it's greater. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. So what's your zip code? 30038. That's mine too, but. But that's Lithonia. But I, but according. to different size, though. We're, we're on Stonecrest, though. But oh, you're it's, by Stonecrest. It's the same. It's the same. Like, that what I'm saying. One of your Chanko, you by Panola. I wanted to change. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Watch what stores, watch what businesses, watch what what investment take place commercially, and and then you'll know. Then you'll know. LA Fitness is right there. Not that LA Fitness, Panola, man. Not that LA Fitness. All right, so this is interesting. The LA Fitness is on Panola and Covington, which is literally like seven minutes from my house. That zip code is 30035. As a matter of fact, I just looked it up on Google right now. Covington Highway, Decatur, Georgia. So so they're considering that section right there, Decatur. So the guy I was talking to at IHOP was basically right. So we go work out in Decatur. That LA Fitness is categorized as Decatur, Georgia, 30035. So there you go. Yep. So, like you said, and which is interesting because... Across from LA Fitness, on the other side of Covington, 
is where that vegeta- that Jamaican vegetarian spot is. And then, so technically, we don't have no health conscious spots in life though yet. That's actually what we're Speaking like that, what's across the street from that Jamaican restaurant in front of on LA Fitness? Oh, is that is that a Dunkin' Donuts? Dunkin' Donuts and, and what else? Oh, is that a church chicken? Right church chicken. Church's chicken. <laughs> brand, brand, yeah, new. brand new. See, brand new. So, I mean, so how's that? How's that? Who do that? Um, you come out of LA Fitness, and I've seen people come out of LA Fitness and go straight to Church's church chicken. <laughs> so, how that work? Hey, man, that's, called, it? that's called uh, member retention. So you eat bad, but you go to LA Fitness to work out. Of course, it's the same model that. Uh, that Planet Fitness has, only Planet Fitness has the food in their gym. <laughs> That's the only difference. You know, the interesting too is that that LA Fitness has a smoothie bar inside of it. Like it has a, it has a smoothie the bar. The one on Camp Creek has a smoothie bar as well. Yeah. One of Anthony down here on um, Piedmont, they got the best, uh, it's a Chinese lady that runs runs that. Yeah. It's her own establishment, so she's not connected with LA Fitness. Oh, so she's just renting that she, spot out. Yeah, but she got everything you need. People work everything. Oh, take a picture of it. You, I'm gonna show you. So she's doing uh, protein, and vegetarian, carb, like smoothies, all that stuff. A lot of kale, spinach, yeah, the real, the real stuff. It's interesting, man. Like you just look at. I mean, you just look. As a matter of fact, there are two McDonald's within five minutes of where I live. There's a McDonald's inside the Walmart, and there's a McDonald's right in Panola, right, right around the I-20 um, off ramp. Mm. There's so many, so many McDonald's around here. It's ridiculous. I mean, Every corner, even with with the fast food, fast food, and all those different types of the processed food and the options, some of those are, are, are African American owned franchises. So there's there's a business side of it that doesn't make it it's good smart. or bad. I mean, it's smart business. The, the the thing that sucks is that it's smart business, right? Yeah, smart One business. One thing is that you know that impoverished people are going to pay for the dollar menu. On a regular basis, yeah. right? Literally, right there, I live off of Panola and Farrington. There's Wendy's, Popeyes, Burger King, McDonald's, Checkers, Cookout, IHOP, Waffle House. Mm. Yep. <laughs> then there's Publix, there's Walmart, there's Ruby Tuesdays, there's Subway. So if like if I had to if I had to like say all right which spot do I go to to get more healthy you know healthy things because mm-hmm. my son is also vegetarian it'd be Subway because you just scratch the meat just scratch the meat or and they have or they have vegetarian they have veggie patties there they have different uh, types of veggie patties there but like that's that's the only spot so unless we go to Publix and the only thing about these fast food restaurants they do have a salad menu on it so you ain't really got to get the um, Hamburger. Man, listen, let me me talk about this salad menu, okay? Because this pisses me off, right? You can, it just plays into the obesity of America because America is one of the most obese countries in the world, right? So you have, you can go get a salad. The salad will be $7. But small, right? And it'll be tiny. But you can get a A double cheeseburger for one pound hamburger. 19 or something like that, right? True. You can get, now McDonald's has these things, I see it now on their on their windows, any size drinks for a dollar, right? But a water bottle is like $2. Yep. Water? Bruh. So they're using <laughs> the, uh, all this healthy stuff. They're pricing you, you out. You're going to pay for it. And this is why people think eating healthy is expensive. 
when in actuality, if you just go to the grocery store and buy your food, it's actually less expensive than going to these fast food and restaurants. make it yourself. Make it yourself. You buy bigger quantities and Bruh, I make, stage it out. I make smoothies. My daughter loves smoothies, right? She's like, oh, can we go to Smoothie King? Can we go to this? And I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah. I'm going to buy some milk, some soy milk. I'm going to buy some frozen berries. And we're going to have, I'm going to buy some bananas. And we're going to have, because she likes strawberry banana smoothies. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I made her some, I made her smoothies. Good. Threw a little uh, turbinado cane sugar in there. Man, she was like, oh, this is really good. I was like, I know. And it's healthier, too. This is water, soy milk, and some frozen strawberries. Smoothie smoothie King, what, $10? Smoothie King is like, I don't even remember. I I went to Smoothie King. It's like five-something. It depends on what you get. I went to Smoothie King King one time, and it's all it took for me to never go back there again. Hmm. Number one, the size was small for the price. Exactly. Number two, it was so sweet, bro. Like, it was so... Sugar. I felt like I was going to go to the sugar shock, man. Like, I was like, what is adding, this? Sir, it's not even like, I don't even, what, what, like they adding syrup or sugar to the fruit. Well, the thing is, even, and even the fruit flavoring that they use is just basically, it's basically syrup. Yeah. It's concentrated. It's concentrated. Yeah. You know it's like saying? soda. They're like soda machines. Oh, man. So we, we losing all our ends then. Yeah. Like when I, when I want to, like when I want to take like my wife to go someplace special to eat or whatever, we gotta head into City. downtown Atlanta or even into Midtown. Or Midtown. Even, or even, or even, yeah. Just I gotta head into those areas. That's like twenty minutes from my house. That's gas. It's not a, it's not a huge deal. But, but at the same time, it's like, why don't I have anything in have, my area? Have that access. And I think long term, as the bigger picture with, with the Orange Man and everything else that's going on, if you know what I mean by yeah. Orange Man as more entrepreneurs are getting involved and stepping out, like I know the Locks got their restaurant, their yeah, three. Man. I've been watching that. I'm hoping they go into a franchise model and bring one down here. I think they have two two spots in mm-hmm. New York, one in Brooklyn and one in Yonkers. So I've been I've been watching theirs and I've been out, and I watch how they make the, make their smoothies as well. Yeah, they're juicing. They're juicing. They're juicing. Yeah, they're on spot. point. Good, so yeah. they I'm hoping they come down here, but then the same thing if they don't come down here Maybe we need to go ahead and, and jump on up. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We'll I, I, definitely have, I definitely have some ideas for 2018. Hopefully, we'll talk about that yep. off podcast. Yes, sir. Um, but even even what we spoke about before the Christmas, before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, just to give the people a little glimpse of what we're, what we're trying to do in our communities, um, we had talked about holding seminars, um, health related seminars. You know yeah. what I'm Where we have presentations, um, exercises. Uh, round tables, questionnaires, uh, people can talk to mm-hmm. us and ask us questions and things of that nature. I think that's important in our communities um, just so people can have the knowledge because like you said before, we're lacking the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Not only, so we're, because we're lacking the knowledge, we're, we're, la- we're lacking the access. I think if more people had the knowledge, then the access would be created. You yeah, they'd be more successful to do it. Like, since they like, it's foreign to them, they have to interest in it. Right. I'm going to add, the, it's the knowledge, the access, and with those two, then you can make the right decision. Because e- even me early on, though I was training, I ate healthy because of the way my mom and dad has always, always cooked. And then Rena, my wife, she the way she cooks and her doing her thing. But there was a time where we had the kids in corporate America and got off track. Mm-hmm. But once we wanted to reel it in, we knew what we had to do to step back from it, and then then it was making that decision and having the information, and 
what was disappointing to me is knowing that it takes nothing. It, it's really just telling yourself no. It's, it's, there's a mental component to it as well because I think processed foods, fast foods, there's an addiction to it. I'm actually like, I think they put something in that food to keep you. Oh, without a doubt. Back. Without a it's doubt. Not, it's not thinking. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely they, what they do. Yeah, because there was a TED Talk where they were testing Doritos, and they oh, were yeah. running folks through an MRI, MRI machine to see what dopamine. So they would feed them the Doritos, run them through the MRI, and they wanted to see what would happen to their brain when they ate the Doritos. I, don't, I, I want to say it was Dorit, Lay's and Doritos, and they were just testing people to see what food, what was the immediate response to your body to junk food. So if they're going to do it with Doritos, why they won't do it with healthy food? Uh, see what I'm right. saying? And so it, it, it's sad that it's, it's, it's simple on one hand, but it's hard on another hand to wake up one day, just like we have all the folks that come to the gym, you know? Because you know what they can do people on this healthy food, man. All the illnesses, all the like aches and pains, gonna go away. They don't want that. Just like taking a job away from doctors. And well, Chris Rock said, and, he said that there's more money in the treatment than the cure. Well, absolutely, yeah. 100%. That's not even uh, it's not even debatable. We already know that. You know, what I'm saying we know that the industries, you know, they're in bed with each other. Pharmaceutical industries mm-hmm. and um, the medical industry. Uh, it sucks, but like you said, that's. Uh, I mean, listen. I know you guys heard of uh, Dr. Sebi. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That guy was the truth. Um, I saw this quote that he had where he said that um, he was curing like terminal illnesses like AIDS and cancer and things like that. He was finding cures with food. Yep. And, um, you know, he lived by the thing by the, the quote Hippocrates said, you know, let, let that food be that medicine, that medicine be that food. And he said that he, uh, after he cured like his 12th or 13th AIDS patient, his mom told him they're gonna get you. And then sure enough, yeah, he's gone. He, he said, he was talking about how he used to get harassed all the time in his New York office. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they used to try to throw all these different like, like rules or laws at him, but he was never breaking any rules or any laws, except for, I think the one that they kept trying to get it was that he wasn't a licensed doctor or something like that. Yeah, I remember right? that, yeah. And they were like going after him like all the time. And he was always like shutting down like, finding ways to do it and the problem was that he was finding ways to cure people of their ailments using healthy foods. And then when that bless the oil come in at I remember them talking he, about his import and export. Yeah. They were trying to get him on import export of certain goods that hadn't been regulated by the FDA. Mm-hmm. That stuff worked miracles. Well oh, I know, I know. I mean even me even when I got certified and, and one of one of the things that just stood out which just kind of blew me away was when he said, okay, you have three things determine your health. Three things. Your genetics, DNA, your environment, and what you eat and drink. And 66% of that you have control of. 66%. You may not be able to control who your mom and dad is, but you can control what you eat and drink, and it can determine whether you have cancer, high blood pressure, some of these other issues you're dealing with. And even if you had those predisposed uh, illnesses because of genetics, even if you hit, ate a little bit healthier, you still would live a, a, a quality of life that would be a lot different if you weren't eating all the other foods and doing the things you weren't doing. Yeah, you know, I, I got this, um, I think there's a fine line between things that are genetic and things that aren't. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there aren't some ailments or some things that, yeah. would, that would be passed by genetics. The chromosomes and but the I genetics. But I think that more of it is passed down by eating habits. Totally right? agree. You know, I think that if, if someone is like, I don't want to give any specific examples, but like I, I believe that, in my opinion, I believe that there's a lot of things that people may be sick of and, they, and that their mom had also and then their grandmother had also then when you look at it it's like because they have the same eating habits mm-hmm. you know exactly. recipes are passed down mm-hmm. you know uh, eating habits passed down what they're eating is passed down mm-hmm. how they're eating when they're eating you know the the amount of food they're eating those things are passed down and I think that's what I think a lot of times that's what causes a lot of the ailments that we have um, like I said that's my opinion I'm not a doctor um, I do think that there are some things that are hereditary, yeah. but I think that a good portion of them are not hereditary. It's, it's more access to the same, it's the same, same food. Things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing that gets me too, man, like, the world is crazy, man. I, you know, I remember I was waiting in line at Walmart uh, buying some Christmas stuff, uh, you know, to get ready for Christmas with the kids and stuff. And I looked over behind the register and um, you know they have all these displays for cigarettes. Mm-hmm. The quick, the quick buy stuff. But dude, yeah. like on the boxes themselves, it says this will cause cancer. Oh yeah, yeah. I was talking about that last week. What? And yeah. People still tell you. That. Yeah, yeah, like it tells you this will in big, and it wasn't even like in small letters, like in big letters, this will cause cancer. You don't, you don't know why they have no problem putting that on there because they know you're already addicted. Yeah, and you then, already like hooked. you said, like, okay, I feel fine today, so ain't nothing happened to me. They feel invincible, so they still buy it. You know what I'm that's so insane to me. This what? it literally said, this product will cause cancer. Well, we talking about something about um, they put something. Well, was it you? They put something inside something like some tar from a cigarette, nicotine from a cigarette, and soaked it. Was it you? Nah, it wasn't me. I talked to somebody that soaked mm-hmm. it for like about a month, mm-hmm. and it came out black. The nicotine came out black, mm-hmm. tar mm. on the fruit. It was tar. I think it was like that's lemon or something. Yeah, so that what you're taking in yeah. every day when you smoke. And I went to that um, with that place, with the um, Charlotte Muscles and stuff like. Oh, that, that museum place. down by, by Atlantic. Yeah, Atlantic, Atlantic Station. Station. Yeah. What's the name of it? You know the name of it? Uh, I think it's called the Body. The Body. I think that yeah, it's man, they, called the Body. The real bodies in there, like it show yeah. like cadavers. They got really? cadavers in half. You can go see it. Yeah. Yeah, and they show they oh, show like you the impact of cigarette smoking. Man. It's like a heart right there. They show you a, a, a normal heart and lungs, and they show you the heart and lungs of someone that's been smoking Dude. for over forty years. Jeez. Yeah. You gonna see it? It's crazy. Yeah, I I'll go out there. And change your route, like oh, all right. I, ain't gonna change my I, already, I already had that. View. Don't smoke. Don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Just don't that view. You know, I'm, you know, it's kind of it's kind of funny to me too. Like my my dad used to smoke when I was mm-hmm. younger. He wasn't like a heavy smoker or anything like that, but he quit cold turkey. Mm-hmm. So like when I, you know, it's kind of interesting to me when I when I hear people saying like it's tough to to stop smoking. I'm not saying everybody's the same, but I can't I can't I can't look at them and say like it's hard because my dad did it like cold mm-hmm. turkey. No issues. Now, again, people have different tolerances. People have different things, but it's doable. Whatever I think, one of the things I know, whatever it is that's in cigarettes, most of the individuals I know who have quit gain weight. Now, I don't, I don't know what the the process and the whole connection of it is that they replace food and doing something with their hands. It's some kind of appetite depressant in cigarettes. Okay. I think so also. But, I, but also, another thing that I know about smokers is they don't eat a lot. 
Exactly. That's it. A, yeah. lot of, a lot of smokers don't eat a lot. Or, I don't want to sound too generalized. The, the smokers that I've come in contact with, don't eat a lot. they don't eat a lot. And so there has to be something in the cigarette that suppresses their appetite, like you said, yeah. um, to where they're not eating a lot. So they're mm-hmm. staying, you know, skinnier or, you know, they're not just they're not. enough to get by. Food is not, food is not, their insulin level is not spiked to say, hey, you know what, I'm hungry. I need some food. Yeah, they're not, they're not, they don't have, uh, they don't have the desire, you know, so Dang. that's interesting. But then like, and then, so when they come off the cigarette, they have to find other things because it's, it's a thing too. It's like an oral fixation, yep. right? So yep. like once you once you're smoking, not only are you addicted to the nicotine and the chemicals that are in the cigarette, but you also have the habit, the put habit of putting your, your hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. invented this vapor thing, like smoking on vapors to you, like wean yourself off of it. it. Used to be chewing gum. Yeah, it used, to be, it used to be gum. Now they have the the vapes. Yeah, um, you know the patch. Well, is the vape, is it a little, just like a little nicotine in it or something like that? I don't to get you by or I'm, something like I'm that? Not, I'm not educated on All that. Right, we're about to sign on out from the live cast right yeah, now. Can, hey, um, you can pick up the rest look of this look discussion. Up, uh, uh, we're like talking about health in our community, nicotine, uh, access to grocery like stores, same. access to healthy food, uh, cooking more, uh, eating less processed food. Uh, one of the things, we, as all three of us are trainers and we, we're in contact with individuals, who are either obese, just want to get it healthy, or on the other side, just want to step the aesthetics up to another level. But we realize that your health is priority number one, and you are in control of your health and your destiny. So uh, catch the rest of this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Anchor Radio. We'll put up links on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, send, send me some questions. Send us some questions. Elijah Brady, Sydney Champagne, Tierra Kate, she's studying for her final. Uh, Glenn Andrews, uh, we probably got over 100 years of health and and health and fitness information and answers. And uh, we're we, we trying to make our contribution to our community. So check, check out the podcast, Heroes and Kings. This is Glenn signing out. For all those that be listening to this podcast later, that was just Glenn signing off of uh, Facebook Live. We do sometimes uh, go live on Instagram or Facebook just to give a little portion of you know what we're doing, what we look like, <laughs> things of that nature. Um, so, but but we're still recording. We're here. We're here. We're here. Let's go. So yeah. So um, you know, just going back to the cigarette uh, habit. You know, I think <clears throat> again, not only is it the chemicals in the cigarettes, but I think the actual oral fixation of bringing the cigarette to the mouth is another thing that you get addicted to. So like, you see like. People who are trying to quit smoking, they snack a lot, like mm-hmm. peanuts, cashews, yeah. or mm-hmm. chewing gum, or eating chips, or eating food. They just got to eat. They got to put something to the mouth. And so that's another thing, man, that's, you know, it's just interesting how that works. But these industries yeah. know this, man. They know yeah. what they're doing. You know, they know how to study human behavior. They know how to do it. You know? Study. Business, and they see it. They see that it's a moneymaker, and they're going to take that money. They're going to get that money. Something I saw on either MSNBC or one of the, ch- it might have been HBO Showtime, when I was watching TV, but it's literally, they know they're going to get one generation, and then they know they're going to get another generation, and the money is going to keep turning. Yeah. They literally have studied the pattern, the eating and buying habits, and know they're going to keep having someone buying their product and keep turning it over. And they cover their tracks, because I think the one commercial, dude standing in the dark in the park, on UPS um, van drive up, mm-hmm. and... Um, Got a box, so he looked back. You know, look at him. Oh, so and so has package for you. Open it up. 
It's his teeth, gums, right now. Everything moving. Everything moving. The saliva, everything. So, dude disappear. Bot disappear. Next thing you know, he reached in his mouth. It's in his mouth. So, they yeah. tell you not to smoke all this stuff. Nah, I mean. So, you can't, you can't but, say that they knew they, it. But they know that the seeds already planted and that you can say don't smoke all you want, but they know it's going to be hard for you to not smoke. Can't smoke. And then, and then you're going to, no, nah, you can't smoke. That's why. And then, yeah. you, and then you have these people that. Exposure. Um, yeah, and then you have people that are like, oh, well, my grandfather smoked until he was 90-something years old. He had no issues. I'm sure he had some issues. Oh, he had issues. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he might have been able to do it, but I'm sure he had some issues. Now, I'm not saying those issues were directly linked to smoking, but come on, bro. Something yeah, we know functions. that smoking is bad. Yeah. We yeah. know that. Like, this is common knowledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like we know that sugar is addictive. Yep. That's just why sugar is in everything. You know what I'm saying? We also, we also yeah. know salt is addictive. Which is why, like, everything, I mean, like, almost everything has a lot of salt in it. You buy anything that's prepackaged in the supermarkets, uh, the sodium levels are ridiculously high. Fast food restaurants, the food, salt, sodium man. is ridiculously high. That, 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 that's, the salt is what allows food to stay as long as it is, as long as it can. To preserve. To preserve. They would have used yeah. to do the food back in the day, too, yeah. and they used to um, put them in a smokehouse. So you yeah. like, put, put, put salt, salt on, on the meat yeah. to preserve. And I tell you one that used to be big, and they, they got rid of it because folks were literally having heart attacks, MSG. Oh, they didn't get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they the, transform. The transform. They just they just changed the name, man. They just changed the name. <laughs> that MSG was man. I, I remember literally when I was working in restaurants when I was young. I, they had MSG in shakers, and it would be part of the the recipe or that's menu in a insane. restaurant. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, a spoon, a spoonful of this and a spoonful of that. Oh, bow, 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 bow. Dump it into the soup. I kid you not. Dog. Yeah. All, all they do, but the thing that's crazy is like all they do is like they change one little chemical bond component to change the name, but just, essentially does the same thing. Just like um, what's that um, fructose corn syrup? High fructose corn syrup. <laughs> they, they, they changed that, right? Do some some other name to make it sound scientific, so you can't understand it. Well, once they change the name, then they, cause, you know, people are like, oh, high fructose corn, corn syrup, syrup. Yeah. is something that you shouldn't be eating, blah blah. So the industries are like, all right, that's cool, you're right. Uh, so we're just gonna name it this. Yeah. We're still gonna add it in there. You know what I'm saying? You know what gets me too? When you're reading like ingredients mm-hmm. and one of the ingredients says uh, natural what does it say, natural ingredients or naturally flavored or something like that? Yeah. Naturally flavored. And it's like wh- what is that? What? what is a natural fla- <laughs> a natural flavor with what? Yeah, like what, what what is the natural flavor? You might as well just write miscellaneous. <laughs> like, or secret sauce or something. Yeah. <laughs> secret sauce. Right, I've seen that. I've seen like, that. No, it'll say like, and other natural ingredients. That's what it says. And other natural ingredients. Well, what are they? Like, Disclosed. <laughs> Jack 3D. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, yeah. Blends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like certain blends in there. Blends ah. what? You got to tell me what I'm eating. Uh, me and my crowd was talking about something I just had in my mind. I think I lost it, but we was talking about? What we was talking about? Juice. Oh. Like um, 100% fruit juice. Oh, my god. But on the back, I said, look on the back. It said 5% juice. <laughs> juice. So where's the rest of it? Sorbic acid, so, uh, sugar. So that's uh, the worst. Yeah. The worst ones, man. These I see these babies with these little with the little sippy bottles just full of something red. And it'll say it'll say oh yeah, that's another thing. Red color forty or oh, whatever it is. And, oh, then, and, then, and then it'll say and then the sugar content. Bro, Kool Aid. Fifty six grams of sugar in one serving. 
How many servings? Eight ounces. 56 grams of sugar in eight ounces? You know how many pounds of sugar that is? In mm. eight ounces, bro? Mm. <laughs> grams. You ever looked at the, the how you how you make Kool-Aid yeah. for the one packet or oh, two yeah. packets for made a gallon? Made all the time. How much sugar you needed? Made all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> give me a little sugar. Give me a little Kool-Aid packet. And, and we did it. We all had Kool-Aid. I did it with my kids, and I was like, half a packet of sugar. Oh, oh, I said, nah. I said, water. We we, we got to be done with this. Yeah, man. It's a bag. Yo, you sitting in your porn for like three minutes. <laughs> a freaking bag. No, just, no, just sugar. Still building. <laughs> mom, mom sent me down to the corner bodega to buy another bag within a week. Where the sugar went? You got Kool-Aid fish in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We all did. Yeah, yeah we all did. That's because that's lack of knowledge. Yeah. See, we got older, so we. Got the knowledge and the wisdom of it, so now we yep. come back on it. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, it. For sure. I mean, yeah. As we got older, my parents didn't buy stuff anymore. We were just having like fresh squeezed orange juice, mm-hmm. you know, saying grapefruit juice. Or my my dad used to make juice. Yep. My yeah, my dad would make like lemonade with lemon and uh, honey and water. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom used to squeeze the orange juice. Yeah, um, things like that. So we so we had, you know, they would buy some, some stuff like you know cranberry juice. I always tell like I tell my clients all the time like, stay away from blended juices. If you're gonna buy juices, buy orange juice, buy cranberry juice. Don't buy cranberry grape. Yeah. Buy grape juice. Yeah. Buy cranberry juice. You know what I'm saying? Anything man manipulated. Trying to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah, it's like, simple as possible. I don't like that. I'm like, of course, everything good for you. Like you don't like. You well, like the, really. well, the problem is that we we need to we have to recalibrate our taste buds. That's the problem. So like when I tell people like like um, I had clients even last week. Um, I won't say any names, but the client that just left. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I was telling him like, and you had a discussion with him also. And I was telling him, you got to eat more veggies, more veggies, more fruits. Add that into your diet, stuff like that. And I was like naming off veggies, right? I was like, yeah. you know, spinach, I don't like that. Kale, I don't <laughs> like that. Broccoli, I don't like that. Green beans, I don't like that. Well, what vegetables are you eating? I yeah. eat tomatoes. That's a fruit, bro. <laughs> that's any, the, number one, that's a fruit. Yeah. <laughs> any nutrition you gonna go to gonna take the same exact thing. Yeah. But you ain't gonna want to hear. You're not gonna want to yeah. hear. Right, but he was like, I don't like the way it tastes. What do you What do you like to eat? And he's like, I eat yogurt, granola, sweet, sweet like, taste and I'm stuff. Like, Dude, you have to change. You have to recalibrate your taste buds. Yeah, we've we've gotten so far away from natural foods that eating naturally is nasty to us. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's insane to me. Yeah. Right. My wife and I made a conscious effort and decision for our kids. We, you know, babies. They didn't get introduced to candy until they went to school, and even then. They don't even crave the candy. Like they'll even act, like they'll ask. Um, like my wife came up with this good idea where she has she keeps these bowls in the fridge on the lower level so they can reach it. One bowl will have like cranberries. One will have raspberries. One will have grapes. One will have oranges. And the kids will go in there and that's what they're snacking on. Easy that's your reach. Life. No, yeah. That's what they're snacking on. They're not snacking reach. on candy. They're not asking for chips. They're not asking for stuff like that. Well, and I think that it starts with the parents. You know what I'm saying? But if True. the parents are also addicted to fast food. Stuff, and out of shape as well. If they're out of, out of shape, then and they, there can't, go. they yeah. can't do it. That vicious cycle. They watch no no they watch outdoor you. activity. And that's why, I say, that's why I said what I said before. I think a lot of it is habitual, not hereditary. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, <clears throat> my parents broke the cycle with us. With, my, with myself and my sisters to where like we weren't eating fast food like that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying even when we lived in New York you know we we liked pizza yeah but it was a rare occasion like if like let's say if we're walking to the city and we were hungry we get a slice but like we weren't ordering like pies of pizza and come to the house like, yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying like my parents would go into like the farmer's markets and to the you know little mom and pop grocery stores in, on, on the block and getting like natural food and stuff like that so that's mm-hmm. a totally different thing they broke that cycle 
but which in turn helped me to foresee that to do that for my kids. You know, but I think that's a that's the lack of that's a knowledge thing. My parents had the knowledge they bestowed it upon me and my sisters, and they, and and the, and the trend will follow. It'll go to my kids and their kids and things like that. I'm thinking about what you're saying because my mom and dad ate healthy. They didn't even eat fat. My my dad does not even like fast food. Right. And but he then Burger King and McDonald's was, was, was just becoming popular. My generation, but even then, that was a, a once a month or once every two months treat. Right. And so. With my with my kids, we started down that path, and then once me and the wife like, hey, we got we we need to get ourselves together. It's, it affects them as well. We took it down a whole nother path. You know what's interesting too, um, and we'll wrap it up at, you know a few minutes here. But um, I just saw, and I'm not saying that I want to make a disclosure. I'm plant based. I don't eat meat, um, but you guys eat meat. But you guys are also healthy. Mm-hmm. But um, a, I think McDonald's in, I want to say like Finland or something like that, mm-hmm. they have a plant-based burger wow. on their menu now. So you can, so you can as a franchise, you can change what you want to change. Oh, McDonald's uh, big time. Well, they McDonald's, literally cater to the demographic. Yeah. Burger King, so um, years ago, my sister and I were, we went back to New York to visit and we were in the city and a burger, the Burger King there had... Um, veggie patty burger I've never seen that before because at that time my sister was vegetarian mm-hmm. she was she didn't eat meat and I wasn't I wasn't vegetarian yet but I tried it at that time it was really good Burger King has it but they don't have it on their menu you have to ask for it so that's another thing so like so or, or certain Burger Kings have it on their menu but not all of them do so like if you want a veggie burger from Burger King because they have it you have to ask for it but if, but if you don't even know they have it, like if you, if you don't see it in the menu, you wouldn't even know they have it. Um, so that's another thing that's interesting also, right? Okay. So like the Burger King like in our areas, <laughs> yeah. right? They don't have it on their menu. But if you go to a Burger King in like... Alpharetta. Alpharetta. Midtown. Midtown. Got it. Even Decatur. They'll ha- they have it on their menu. Mm. Again, access, right? Mm, mm, mm. Not only to access, phys- to, uh, access physically to stuff, but even access to that knowledge. If you don't know that they have it, you're not going to order it. They, oh, right? Man. If mm, you don't mm, know that they have it, you're not going to order it. Yeah. You know, but everywhere I go, this is, how, this is how I find things, you know, as a, because it's tough, you know, for, for a vegetarian, for a vegan, for a plant-based person to find food at, at, in restaurants, unless you're like in an area that has those, like mm-hmm. those, those they, places. They cater, they cater to that, I won't call it a lifestyle, call it to that nutritional way yeah, of eating. They, they just, yeah, they just cater to that, depending on the demographic, like you said. Um, you're not going to go to an impoverished area where people who are impoverished say, oh yeah, I want to have that kale burger, or I want to have that quinoa, or I want to have that... That'd be deep. Yeah. That, is, that is, that, that yeah. just the whole idea of going to the going to a hood and someone saying they're vegan. It's cult- But it's also cultural. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's also cultural. I mean, Islanders... You yeah. know, we're gonna, you know, curry chicken, jerk mm-hmm. chicken. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we 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 like that type of food. We like those flavors, but and that's the thing. We like those flavors because I can get those same flavors with other foods. Not and non meat foods. foods. Yeah, right. I went to this, I went to this spot over. I was taking my homeboy to um, a spot to get his passport expedited in uh, downtown Atlanta. Yeah. Across the street, downstairs, they had like all these little. It's, it's the mall. I don't know what malls are. Again, I'm new to the area, 
but they had like all these uh, food places there, right? There was a um, a Thai food area. The Thai food had was mainly plant-based foods. They had a couple of meat there, uh, things there, right? I got this buffalo, quote-unquote, chicken, uh, buffalo chicken that I got it. It was cauliflower. It was like... I don't know how they cooked it, but it tasted like chicken, bro. It, it, it was cauliflower, but it's, it was called buffalo chicken. Mm-hmm. But it was cauliflower, and they had the buffalo flavors on it and everything, spicy and everything. It was good. It was probably one of the best things I've ever had. I got like three servings. I went back. I kept going back for it. And my homeboy was like, yo, that's that's good. What is that? I was like, yo, it's cauliflower, dude. Like, it's cauliflower. <laughs> he couldn't tell, dude. He couldn't tell. He was like, what? I was like, dude, it's cauliflower. Dang. He's like, yo, this is good. I was like, yo, I got to come back. I have to come Deep. back. Yeah. So you can, like, transfer any food you want to, no, yeah, to your no, life. Absolutely. You know, when people tell me, oh, tell me, oh, I don't like tofu. I don't like the way tofu tastes. Dude, tofu, you can make it taste like whatever you want, right? And you can cook it however. You can boil it. You can bake it. You can fry it. I had a little tofu um, pockets. Mm-hmm. I bought from um, Walmart. Tofu pockets. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, this tastes. tastes like chicken. That's what I'm saying. So when people tell me, oh, I don't like tofu, I don't like, the way, I don't like the way they it tastes. Tr- they haven't tried it or tried a different variety. There's many and different ways. open their mind to this. Yeah, it's, that's I, I, another I, I, thing, opening their minds. Open people their mind. are so stuck on this meat thing, yeah. right? And again, I'm not bashing people that eat meat. I'm just saying, like, open your options. Open your don't options. Don't be stuck in just one option, right? Because even when I was eating meat, I was eating vegetarian stuff also because mm-hmm. I just like, oh, it tastes good. And it's yeah. a difference. Yeah. Yeah. For, for example, that veggie burger festivals now. <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't eat meat. I didn't realize it in like two or three weeks. Uh-huh. I eat meat. Mm-hmm. I just, I just stop when they're like, "Oh shoot, I lose weight too." I mean, yeah. I said, like, I ain't, I ain't no meat, but the vegetable I was getting it, like every day. Vegetable. The thing, the thing, the thing about the thing about, um, and again, you gotta wrap it up. But the thing about being vegetarian, vegan, plant based, whatever, is that you have to eat a little bit more, right? And it, so it becomes a little bit of an inconvenience for people because like I could just eat this and get the same caloric intake mm-hmm. as opposed to eating this, right? When you go plant-based, you have to eat more calorically dense foods to make up for the calories from the meat. Okay. Right. That's 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 what people are not used seeing. to. They're not used to it, and they're and they're not they're not acknowledging that. Right. So mm-hmm. they're like, man, when I went when I stopped eating meat, I started losing weight. Yeah, because what you were doing is you were just taking the meat out of your dish. So let's say if you had that meat dish was maybe what six seven hundred calories. So yeah. you need to so, replace six seven hundred right. calories. So, like, so for instance, let's say let's say if you have a plate of chicken, you know, let's say baked chicken, uh, jasmine rice, black beans, and some broccoli, right? Mm-hmm. If you just take the chicken out and you're used to eating that many calories, you're going to need more food, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, either, yeah. either you have to add more beans, more rice, or you could eat calorically dense foods, like your root foods, like your yams, your yucas, your sweet yeah. potatoes, your mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. That's what makes up that deficit. Makes up that volume. Right. And so when people are like, man, I lost weight. Yeah, because you're not eating enough. Right? Well, I, it's inconvenient. I could just have this piece of chicken and have three, four hundred calories. Right? That's what the numbers. And I lost weight too because the clients come in. So I, that's, that's another um, right. issue too. But the thing is, you lost weight because you weren't eating more. You, yeah, you're well, eating the same amount as far as your timing. You're eating every... You know, a few hours, however you're eating, but yeah. you were eating enough calories, and that's why you lost the weight. Yeah, I tell people all the time. Before I went vegetarian, right? I was I've been vegetarian since 2011, the day after Thanksgiving. I became vegan this year. I gained weight as a vegetarian. I was always skinny my whole life. I was probably like 160 before I went to vegetarian. I weigh 185 now. 
your body not adapted to it. But because, but because I started doing more research, like how how are these other vegan athletes doing it to where they're power lifters and they're volume volume and they're able to do these things? Well, because they're eating more, and so I had to make a conscious decision to eat more. That's the only difference. Yeah. And I and I went out and got the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I googled <laughs> knowledge. Yeah. That it's, it's the knowledge. access to knowledge. 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 It's the access yeah. to knowledge. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, just to we got to wrap it up. Um, the, but the main purpose of the, of the podcast was to talk about uh, the areas that don't have access to health conscious options, uh, nutrition, uh, proper foods, um, organic foods, things of that nature, and also the the the, the knowledge, the, the the access to knowledge. You know, and you know, everybody has access to knowledge. We have Google. Yes. We have the internet. Although now the FCC just passed this uh, net, net neutrality. neutrality. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. I think um, I think Senate or something is supposed to uh, appeal to it or whatever. So we'll see what happens. But still, we got libraries. Yep. Bookstores. You know, there's still access to it. It's just a matter of going out and doing it. Yeah, that, that, that one text you, that you sent me that is one I just about read every other day. You got to make a decision. Yeah, you have to make a decision, a decision. Of, of being healthy, and, and once you make that commitment, you invest it in yourself. I mean, one of the things I tell folks is, even when you have a family, you, the individual, the head of household, you have to be selfish and unapologetic about your health. Because if you're not a hundred percent, you don't have a hundred percent to offer to your your children, your wife, your husband, wherever it may be. So you have to put your health first, so you can be able to give a hundred percent to others. Right. There you go. There it there is, man. Go. That's it. In a nutshell. All right, guys. Well, we want to thank you for listening to the Heroes and Kings podcast. Um, again, you will see the links on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, we're all on all social platforms, and we will be on uh, um, Anchor Radio, on SoundCloud, and iTunes, and Stitcher, all those things. We're going to be on Google YouTube, Plus Music, Google Plus, all that. So. Uh, once again, we want, to th- we want to say thank you to listen to our podcast. We want to say again, thank you to the T-shirt lady for allowing us to use her facility. Um, once again, I'm one fourth of the group, Sydney Champagne, Elijah Bradley, Glenn Andrews, and Tierra Case. will be back with us next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. Peace. Peace. That was a good one. <laughs> Unfortunately, I-, I know Tierra wanted to be on this one too. She texted him. She texted.